The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. That everything in this world is mida keneged mida, right? So he says a, a story, he says that um, there was someone, a very big tzaddik in Petach Tikva, and his name was Rapinchas Yosef Rabinowitz. He's the father of Ramadachai Rabinowitz, and he passed away. And the funeral was huge, huge funeral. The whole Petach Tikva, thousands of people gathered together um, to, to bring him to the Beisach Forest. Like the whole city was just black, suits of black walking with him. At the same time that Rapinchas Yosef's funeral was being held, there was another funeral that was going through the area. A 103-year-old woman had passed away. She had no relatives, and all of her friends were gone. She's 103. So there was therefore only a handful. They didn't even have a minion that was walking along with her, with the body. So, because her funeral was held at the same time as Rapinchas Yosef, so it turned out, when everyone saw this body with nobody with it, all the yeshiva boys, hundreds and hundreds of yeshiva boys, went to accompany her to the kever. So there were there was some tamidah chachamim there, and they were wondering what did this woman do to deserve such a such a crazy levaya, such a big levaya. So this is how Kadosh works, unbelievable. Hashem is, is has a karzatov, and he always pays back. So they learned the following: This lady lived in Haifa, not in Petach Tikva, and the local Chaver Kadisha planned to bury her in the Haifa cemetery. As they were beginning to, to do the tahara on the body, it occurred to them that she was married. Maybe she'd want to be buried next to her husband. But let's find out where her husband is buried. So the members of the Chaver Kedisha started calling around there to throw all the different Chaver Kedishas to find out where this, where this husband was, born, was buried. So they finally found it, and they found that he was buried in Petach Tikva. So they came to Petach Tikva to see if he bought... Uh, a plot next to himself for her. He didn't. There was no burial plot that had been purchased. But, to everyone's surprise, the spot next to him, which was he had died many years ago, was not taken. It was empty. So they decided that it must be Hashem reserved this for her. And they, and they buried her there. So they started to ask, ask around. People, so a woman to... That she get buried in Petak next to her husband. She's supposed to get buried in Haifa. That this huge, the only reason that she was part of this big funeral was because she came to Petak Tikva. Had she been buried in Haifa, nothing would have happened, right? So they found out that 80 years before, when she was in her 20s, um, she was in America. She was an American. And that was, in those days, Tobadath, Yeshiva Tobadath, Rabbi Menowitz, in those days, they didn't, they didn't have money at all. She decided on her own accord to go raise money for Tobadah. She went from house to house, collecting money. And he says, even the woman herself probably forgot that she did it. But because she exerted herself that so many people could learn in yeshiva, she, merited, she specifically merited a huge crowd of yeshiva boys. The guys that broke away from the funeral were yeshiva boys. The reason that she was merited to have yeshiva boys was because she helped yeshiva Tobadah. She helped yeshiva boys, so Hashem helped us. So he made her. She was supposed to be buried in Haifa. She ended up in Petah Tikva on the same day that this person died. So there were a lot of Yeshiva boys and they took her to the Basic Forest. And there's no God, right? Okay, sure. This guy was there yesterday. When I think about the Hashgach, he started Hashgach Pratis. That's what he wanted to know about Hashgach Pratis. Right? I'm saying, so if a person just looks for it, if you look for it, you find it. If you don't want to look for it, then everything is uh, Amalek. Amalek is Ashikar Chabaderach. They haven't met you in the way. By them, it's just, you know, luck. 
You know, stuff happens. Stuff happens, man. You know, no shikach Stuff happens. That's a shikach b'aderach. Okay, that's one story. Um, another story. So they went. They told of Chaim Kaineski the story about this woman, and he was very excited. And he said, "I want to tell you a story that I know about." And he told, he told him a story that um, there was a woman that was in a car accident. She was hit by a car. And um, near the main shul in B'nai Brak. And in those days, when she got hit by the car, so in Eretz Yisrael, they used to do autopsies on all the bodies. They used to always do autopsies before the Haredim got them to stop. Um, so nobody was able, it was an old woman, nobody was able to identify who she was. So they know that the police were going to take her now, and they, you know, they'll cut her off, they'll check her teeth to figure out who she is and whatever it is. So, so Tamidich Chachamim came, and they carried her body into one of the rooms of the shul, away from the police. And then they went around with, you know, those loudspeakers they're going to show in the cars? They went around and they said that there's a mace mitzvah, a deceased person who, no one ha- who doesn't have funeral arrangements near the main shul, and everybody needs to come to, to walk with this mace mitzvah. It's a big Indian. So within a short time, thousands of people, many Rosh Hashivas and Gedalim, we don't get a chance to be Makai and mace mitzvah very often. And um, when, the, when the cops saw thousands of people, they said, forget it, we're not going to start a whole big, a whole big riot. Let them bury him whatever they want. Okay, so Rav Chaim was wondering, Rav Chaim Kainas was wondering, what did she do to merit this, that you know, she was protected from an autopsy? So he says that Rav Chaim Kainas's mother, right, the wife of the holy Stipler Goyen, knew this woman from Kovno, right, during the Holocaust. And she told Rav Chaim that during the Holocaust, she used to go and take the dead bodies of the Jews, and she used to bury them. She'd go all over the place where there were dead bodies, and she used to bury them. So the Rav Chaim told everyone, she went and buried all those bodies, so she was protected from an autopsy. Now this is the one you're going to like the best. Um, I know this, I, I, I mean, I heard this story many times, maybe some of you have, maybe some of you have not, but this is a very ridiculous story. So during World War II, um, in England, so many of the yeshivas had no food. One of these yeshivas was a yeshiva called Torres Emmes in London. And they had hundreds of students, and there was no bakery in London. You know, they used to have these blackouts in London, and the Germans used to bomb out London. So none of the bakeries in London would provide the yeshiva with bread. It was a very big shortage of bread. Um, so, Rav Schneider, who was Rosh Yeshiva of Torres Emmes, found out that there was a bakery on the outskirts of the city, outside of London, that was willing to provide sacks of bread to the yeshiva every day, but you'd have to come very, very, very early in the morning when it's very cold, right, and rainy, <coughs> you'd have to come and get the bread. Okay? So there was one bacher in yeshiva, one boy, who told Rosh Yeshiva, listen, I'll get up 3 o'clock in the morning, I'll walk out, it's an hour walk, I'll pick up the bread, and I'll schlep the bags, to, you know, that everyone should have something to eat. Okay, so he had no vehicle. He had to walk every day to pick. He walked every day to pick up the bread. One day, Yeshiva, right, Rabbi Moshe Schneider called him over, and he said to him, "I just want you to know, because what you do every day, I give you a bracha. Bread, right? Bread lechem is a is a sign of panasa. That's what lechem is. So he said, I give you a bracha. You should become very very wealthy, and your wealth should last for a very long time." Who was this Bachar? Anyone here know? Who was this boy? Who did he grow up to be? Moshe Reichman. The Reichman from Canada. 
It's the same as Moshe Rachman. That's what? Wait, we're not there yet. So he became Moshe Rachman. Then there was another bacher in yeshiva, Torah Emes. He got up early, early in the morning to wake everyone up for chakras. He would go from room to room, and he would wake up hundreds of students. One day, the yeshiva approached him, and he said, "In the in the merit of waking up the bacherim, then you're gonna you're gonna may you merit to awaken and inspire the entire Jewish people with Torah." And he became Rabbi Moshe Sternbuch. And I heard, I heard from a few people that Rabbi Moshe Rachman said, I wish I would have been the one who woke up all the boys. And Rabbi Sternbuch didn't say, I wish I was the one who went and got the bread. He said, he said I, got, I got the bracha, but I wish I would, I would have been the one who woke up the boys and I would have gotten that bracha. That's what Rabbi Moshe Rachman said. So it's a big, big stuff. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.